we are live. Yeah, it's a little classic setup right here. Just literally two mics, you know, chilling in the hotel lobby. We, well, I don't think or it's not the hotel the lobby. lobby. We're more like in a hotel room. We got a nice, nice comfy bed behind us. I can sleep in that tonight. I don't know. The floor looks pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, if yeah. are you a big fan of sleeping in hotel floors? Uh, no, I'm just notorious for always sleeping there. What, what is it about floors to you? You know, uh, they're sturdy. They give terrible support. Um, you know, all I need is really is just a pillow. So, so all you need is a pillow and a floor, and you are good to I'm go. Pretty, I'm pretty good. Have you pretty been good. to jail before? No, that's why I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty good in there. I think I, I think I make it pretty <laughs> it decent. Sounds like you've been sleeping in jail. I've, no, you I haven't. A hard floor and a, and a pillow. But like I said, if I had to go, like not I'd even be a set. blanket. Not even blanket. Like you don't I even saw, need a blanket. I mean, you it depends. It depends on the night. So like on those cold nights, I'll definitely you know just like a little little sheet. It's all I need. Well, tonight is OTR show episode twenty six. Yeah, it is. And yes, sir. We are live inside of a hotel room in Richmond, Virginia. Here with y'all. You know, big stuff happening this weekend. Phantom Sports Network is making history. Today, something huge happened. If you all saw on the good old social medias, the Birdie app, if if you know what I mean, that nice little, that tweeter. On the tweeter, I posted a video, and uh, me, Jack Sauce, and Moise, all got together in person today, hung out a little bit. We're at training camps for the Washington football team. C-Dub is booming it booming with the bits. Already. I like it when you boom the bits, and that's how we do it around here. But I got a mic in my hand. I feel good. I, I like feel, this setup. It's, it's really this is, nice. This is a really nice little, you know, sitting at the studio at behind the desk is always fun. But going on the going on the road is this is this the, the road, road life right here i think this is the road life like just imagine we could be sitting here one day and there could just be an athlete just chilling just with chilling us and with we us could just be having a whole interview and just like yeah. i could just be sitting here just imagining like say out of the nowhere you look at it and be like all right I, I got eric bischoff right here beside me guys how are you doing today eric uh all right i didn't ask <laughs> anyway oh wow big Big Whoa, big C dub. Oh, wow. Big C dub. Huge. He down. likes it. Jesus Christ. C dub. I don't know why. C dub. Wow, like a snake. You are coming out of nowhere. Rumbling and and Jesus, talking about out of nowhere, man. Y'all have done giving me freedom to walk around, move, hang out, this is free mic. This, this is, is amazing. Terrible. Because idea. tonight is going to be. What, you got a problem with my socks? Now, now, now the whole world has to just sit here and look at your socks. Okay, would the whole world rather look at my sock or my my toes? Probably they're your toes. I can't they're, give they're, them my toes for free, though. That's yeah, like I would say there are a bunch of people out there. I could probably sell sell some toes for a good couple K, man. That's something uh, a well-respected businessman would pay for. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, we are all over the place tonight. Everywhere. Thank you, C-Dub. Like, literally everywhere. Thank you, C-Dub. You are the GOAT, the greatest. Just like me, man, we get along. 
we run stuff around here on the OTR show, Phantom Sports Network. I mean, there's not another person I would call king than King C-Dub himself. That is my guy. Much love. Shout out to you. Boy, oh boy. What an episode do we have do we got a good coming one? for you. Oh, yeah, we do have a good one. We have a good one. If you didn't see in the news lately, King Ty had a Raw after Raw session uh-huh. with a man named Mark Schwann did see from that. Shot of Wrestling. That was a really fun episode. So if you haven't episode. seen that, go check it out after this stream. It was really fun stuff. I would have completely botched his name if he didn't tell me beforehand. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that he did. It was. Uh, I feel like that's a marquee of the business. I feel like I that's feel like what I was some, telling him. Somebody I was like, somewhere at every event that's like, "Hey, dude, I know you're about to speak. Here's how you pronounce this name." I was like, "Man, the, the, one of the biggest things is is those names." Or is it one of those? Or, or even do we even know what names are? I mean, especially since this uh, Kels, Kelsey situation. Yeah, is Kels, <laughs> Travis Kells. We don't We're, we don't know how to that? pronounce names anymore. It, it's it, it's gotten to a new level, man. He sounds like he could be a fighter now. Like he he sounds like he could step in any type of fighting scenario right now Bring with a name like Travis, Travis Kells. Kells. To the UFC and watch and some absolute <laughs> heat, and I mean heat go down. He would. I am all like, like, look at water polo, man. That, this uh, is great. We're this watching is the that type right of now. heat we got. This is the type of heat we bring. That USA. And, heat and you know water. who else brings heat? AEW that brings absolute heat. But there's some people that bring even more heat, and that is the Phantom Sports Network fans. That Just like true. CW. So if you haven't already, I got to get up and do my thing. Has to, has to actually ah, get to the keyboard to type. I know. So. I got to go to the keyboard to type. But if you're not already, follow us on all of your major social media platforms. I'm talking about the Instagrams, the tweeters, the Facebookers, the, the podcasters, of whether it be like the Apple Podcast, Spotify, Oh, we're on that iHeart Radio, baby. So if you like that iHeart, you iHeart me, you iHeart sauce, I can get you an iHeart OTR t-shirt. All you got to do is listen to us on iHeart Radio or any other major podcast streaming platforms. We're also on YouTube, and we're live, and I mean live. Every single Friday night to you in front of your face because that is what we do. Well, in front of your face on a screen. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's still face-to-face. We're face-to-face right now. Like Me looking at you, all of you, and the crowd, listen to me. You all are amazing people. We break the fourth wall. We don't care. This is this is a whole different dimension. Forbidden door no like more. Sixty But back to here. back to that original topic that I brought up. Because AEW man is absolutely insane right now and we have a war of our own. We have a pizza war, dude. We got a pizza war. A pizza we got war. a fucking pizza war. I like a pizza. fucking pizza war. Like I had a I had an episode with P Diddy, 
and we talked about chicken nugget wars. Yeah. But now there is a war in the pizza world that is bigger than anything you can imagine. And it involves a name that could literally kill not only a man, but an entire company, an entire pizza chain. Yeah. He could yeah. go in there and rob this pizza chain probably without a ski mask. You're probably all, Yeah, every single one of them. There is a war between a man named Nick fucking Gage and Domino's and AEW. So, let's give some wrap-up about this. AEW put an absolute spectacular on for night two. Or, it wasn't even night two. It was Fight for the Fallen was this one. Okay. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina... What an absolute amazing show. But the big thing to talk about was that main event. We got TDE Amari going on with the traditional intro. What's going on, guys? It's uh, Phil Lewis here again. (laughs) (laughs) But AEW with that main event. Yes. Nick fucking Gage versus the pain maker. Yes. Chris Jericho. Okay, we come out in this match, and we're like, dude, this is this is uh, Jericho's third labor. Yeah. MJF is in a process of having to do all these challenges, and if he continues to win, then eventually he reaches MJF. Faces off with Nick Gage, one of the deadliest fighters in this world. Yeah. Classic deathmatch wrestling will slice you open. And that is exactly what he did to Chris Jericho. Grabbed a pizza cutter. His traditional signature pizza cutter. And I'm telling you right now, he took that thing, Jackson, and he said, he said, just like that. Right there. And absolutely just sliced his head open. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's intense. That that very intense. intense stuff. And I was like, whoa. But, but the crazy part is, here's Chris Jericho just sitting there, blood pouring down his head. And then Nick Gage, pizza cutter, all over his skull. And we cut to none other than a Domino's commercial. Domino's commercial pops up on the screen right after Nick Gage is literally carving Chris Jericho with this pizza cutter. So we got some issues here. Domino's was not very happy about this. They said that they uh, disapprove or disavow or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, AEW's the match, all the violence and the graphic shit. They don't. They, they don't got anything to do with that. And they threaten to pull their ads from AEW broadcast. On TNT. Right, yeah. Over a pizza cover. Yeah, over that. Over a death match. I mean... C-Dub still going absolutely the fuck off. Crazy shit happening here, ladies and gentlemen. Big, 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 Love big, big, it. big bits. But yes. I don't feel like... Domino's is butt pussy hurt. Oh, excuse me. Wow, that was really intense, Ty. <laughs> excuse me. I know, I know yes. we're lax. We days. dropped. We're we chilling dropped, the last of days, Cole. Yes. You gotta be easy yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> Drop. 
<laughs> look out for they're, anything to pop up. You they're know. completely ass hurt. Somebody's going to come knocking down the door. But no, they're completely ass hurt over this pizza cutter deal. And for what reason? It was a death match. I mean, you got Nick Gage. Nick fucking Gage. Legendary death match wrestler. Known for nothing but death matches. And all of a sudden, we're sitting here wondering, is this going to be a death match? Is this going to be a death match? And then light tubes come out. Yep. And it, it's serious. It was all out death was, match. Yeah, it was pure hardcore. Nick Gage went full out. Chris Jericho put his body on the line. And, I mean, it, it was a war. Yeah. It was an absolute war. So now Domino's all butthurt about that. Um, I really don't think any other pizza place, like I honestly really can't think of any other pizza place that would really be hurt by that. Bro, I bet if you put a Little Caesars ad after that shit, they would they think would, that would be hilarious. Would they would probably love it. They would probably want you not. Honestly, Little Caesars would probably contact AEW and be like, all right, the next time that you have Nick Gage cut somebody with a pizza's cutter, I want you to pop up the Little Caesar guy and go, pizza, pizza. <laughs> right, right in the corner. Just Here's Nick Gage carving this dude's head open, and here comes Little Caesar. Pizza, pizza. 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 <laughs> that, that would, would be, be perfect. That would be absolutely perfect, and that is what they need to do. Absolutely. Absolutely something they need to do. Yeah, so Fight for the Fallen was such an amazing show. It was so fun. Um, there was so much that was happening, so much that was going on. But that main event afterwards, since we're still on it, after the main event, MJF is pissed off. Chris Jericho won again. He oh. was like, man, this is, this is ridiculous. I, I'm tired of this. I have your next labor ready. Next week, we're going to take a blast from the past. And then they showed a promo, a, um, a little back-in-the-day promo that Jericho and uh, MJF were doing in the ring. They had a little segment. And um, Jericho was asking or telling MJF that he was uh, probably a Chris Jericho baby. His parents probably screwed while watching Jericho on um, WCW TV. <laughs> and then he was like, do you even know who Juventud Guerrero is? Guerrero is. And um, he was like, he was like, nah. And then, so flashback, he was like, I did my research. And next week on AEW, you will be facing none other than the juice himself, Juventud Guerrero. Nice. The legendary Hoovy, the juice, is loose, Guerrero. WCW, Chris Jericho, legendary feud between those two, and just wow. So the Juice is back in AEW facing Chris Jericho <laughs> next week. Big stuff happening there. But I don't even think that was like one of the – there were so many big parts of that show. The biggest was probably the entrance of the very opening match. Very opening match was the Dark Order versus the Elite. Yeah. Oh, wow. The yeah. winner, who if the Elite won that match, the Dark Order did not get title shots. So oh. Adam Hangman Page didn't get to face Kenny. The Dark Order doesn't get to face the Young Bucks for the Tag Team Championship. Yeah. 
The entrances were amazing. First of all, Dark Order comes out in a unison entrance, Hangman Payton entrance, completely purpled out for for cowboy shit. And then uh-huh. we get into the elite entrance, and it is a Space Jam promo that we now have the elite squad. Now, let me mind you. Now, flashback on this because there's story behind this entrance. Kenny Omega, if you know, if you recognize, is known. His character is, they say, is from Charlotte, North Carolina. They say Kenny Omega, the character, is from Charlotte, North Carolina. We right. all know he's really from Canada. But they say he's from Charlotte. No one really knew why until it started getting questioned around. Everybody was like, what, what's the deal? What, what is this? Kenny uh, last year was like, I don't really like to give uh, secrets of the business. But the reason why it says Charlotte, North Carolina is because it's a tribute to the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan. How they used to introduce Jordan at the Bulls games. Oh, when wow. they would say, from North Carolina, Michael Jordan. So okay, that's a tribute so that's, yeah. to them doing that at the Bulls game. This come up, all of a sudden, here we go. Lights dim. We hear the old school classic music. It's red and black. They're calling off names. Introducing first, your starting point guard from so and or uh, from so and so whatever, and they introduced uh, the young bucks first, and they introduced the good brothers, and then they introduced at the last they introduced Kenny, and then did the uh, they did the whole um, North Carolina entrance for him, and then all of a sudden they line up and they're all wearing elite squad jerseys. Like Toon Squad jerseys, but yeah. it says Elite Squad on them. They all got, got basketballs in their hand. And then all of a sudden, we hear... Da-na-na-na-na-na-na. And then it just turns out into an all-out break, like musical routine. They start dribbling around. It's it's like Harlem Globetrotter shit. They dribble down to the ring, shoot on these baskets that were ringside. Go into the ring, and then out comes a Space Jam advertisement. So that was that was AEW fight for the Fallen. It was great right. stuff, though. It was Top absolute tier. great stuff. Top tier. But the reason why I talk about AEW fight for the Fallen, and if you excuse me, I'm going to move back to the seat here for a minute until I get really hyped up again. And he has to, to move again. I have to rotate myself. But, yes. I'm back. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, we're going to be here all night long. How is everybody doing? But, like I was talking about, AEW, so much stuff happened. The biggest thing is All Out is coming up very, very soon. In September, AEW All Out in Chicago. Okay. Big stuff happening, right? Yeah, very big. Well, it seems like we're getting some directions of where we're going. And, you know, I like to mix things up on the OTR show. Of course. So tonight, I say we go ahead and build our AEW all-out card. Okay. Just go off the top of our heads, discuss what kind of matches we want to see at all-out. So I'm going to start off very first. 
Women's Casino Battle Royal. Okay. Um, you know, we usually do the men's casino battle royals and the ladder matches and all that different type of stuff. I think it's time to give the women that. That'd be give great. the women some spotlight. Let them fight for a shot. You have people that you could put over girl um, girls like Rev Velvet, uh Jade Cargill. A bunch of different opportunity in the women's division that you can build in a casino battle royal. Yeah. Specifically Jade Cargill because, of course, she's absolutely a whole star and built for this business, built to succeed, and built to do her thing. But women's uh, casino battle royal is definitely something that's on my list. Uh, I'm going to go kind of like in the same direction but the opposite direction i'm actually going to talk about like uh, the the men's men's casino royal i think uh i like to see uh some people like uh christian christian cage um who else is a pretty good guy to run and throw in there that, that needs some good build maybe uh jungle boy again because mm-hmm. i know he you know he's sometimes really good to have those little athletic guys in there yeah um I mean, even throw in some impact guys, possibly, because I mean, if you wanted to mix bring it up a bring little. yeah bring back like Moose or Rich Swan, throw it in, you know, a little mix up. Maybe we'll see a new face, because a lot of talk is there could be new people popping up in AEW. Yes, so there is. maybe a surprise surprise competitor. Maybe I I, I could see a surprise, especially a, a surprise during that casino battle. Yeah, the, the, during that kind of casino battle royal, it, a big yeah. pop as the Joker, possibly. Because you know the casino battle royal are set up in stages. The different cards get yeah. pulled and groups of people come, come out, out, and then the very last person's the Joker. Joker. So I don't know. That could be interesting, right? Uh huh. Just saying. That's what that's what I'm thinking. I don't know who, but that's what I'm thinking, and I'm, that's what I'm booking. I like that idea. I mean, a men's casino battle royal sounds pretty good. You know, you really could probably th- also just throw Darby Allen in there for entertainment. She hasn't, you know, thrown back in the scene maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is he coming back to make a run or something like that? Give him a couple good spots. Darby Allen would not be a bad choice either for a battle royal. Um, speaking of Darby Allen, I can go ahead and move into a, into a, a match that I have planned for Darby Allen. Actually, okay. uh, first I have to go into a match that's not gonna involve Darby Allen. Okay. It's gonna involve Sting. Ah. I'm going to have Sting face off with Cody Rhodes in a little dream match type of thing at AEW All Out. Sting has a match against Cody. Um, I think, I I don't know really what, what big purpose this would serve other than the whole just dream match type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be an interesting build to see what they would do with Cody. But the reason why I put this mainly is because it books Sting in a match, and then it leaves Darby Allen open. Yeah. And Darby Allen's like, man, it's AEW All Out, and I don't have a match. He's pissed off, so he's looking for a fight. 
I think that it could possibly lead up to us getting Darby Allen versus C M Punk at AEW All Out. Interesting. CM Punk rumored to be in AEW. We're talking about those big names. I can go ahead and bring up the biggest. Yeah. CM Punk rumored to be in AEW. Rumored to sign a good old contract. Get some money flowing with the cons on the brand. Um, Hey, that would be a very interesting thing. CM Punk has said that he wants to face Darby Allen. That would be somebody wow. that would bring okay. him to AEW. He wants to face these younger guys. Of course. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that'd be pretty interesting. That will build Sting versus Cody, Darby Allen versus CM Punk. That'd be really interesting. I like that. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna do. Let's do. Uh, I've been kind of liking the push he's been getting. Um, I feel like they're kind of. Pa- I don't even know. I feel like you probably know a little better. Are they getting past the Orange Cassidy versus Blade, and that kind of, that push right there? Is that still going on? That little uh, feud still going on. I really, I, I, I couldn't answer that. I don't think it is. Okay, I was about to say because I'm thinking with the pushes that he's been getting, some of the moves he's not going to do anything. But I'm booking a, a Miro versus Orange Cassidy, maybe a third in there, maybe a triple threat. I don't know who else is in line for the TNT title right well, now. Miro's not even well. I could see that Miro versus Orange Cassidy. TNT Championship. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what I'm thinking. I don't know who else is in that scene that you could throw in there for make it interesting. Um, maybe Triple Threat with like a just like or, or Fatal Four Away with no no rule, extreme think, rules maybe yeah. with like you know all the possibilities they used in the past. Orange Cassidy would be a good idea. That's for what. A TNT yeah, champion. I mean. If, even if he doesn't get it, I think that'd be it'd be a perfect time with the pushes that he's been having. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if that's just the two on two match, make it like uh, something in, not too extreme, but a little loose. Yeah, that way it can give Orange Cassidy a little advantage, but still like Miro's gonna do his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a really interesting matchup, and I think that'd be a, a great book along with the other things we've already talked about. Like if all this happened, that'd be a great booking. That that would be very great booking. I, I like the direction we're going here with all of this. Um, I'm trying to think. For Miro and that TNT Championship at AEW All Out, it's, it's a hard, hard booking here. I mean, what's Lance Archer been doing? Lance Archer's currently the... IWGP That's right. I forgot United about States that. Champion. And since you brought him up, we can talk about him. Yeah, I would say he'd be great. Because I that. have a match for Lance Archer. What you got there with old Lance? I have Lance Archer facing off with the newest member of the Bullet Club. Someone that's in Impact Wrestling. None other than Chris Bay. That's, uh, Lance really Archer good. versus Chris Bay for the IWGP United States Championship. 
break down the walls even more, the, the doors even more. Yeah. Let the Impact uh, get his hands on it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to Impact for a little bit. See what we can get out of New Japan and Impact a little bit as well. I, th- I like that. I mean, the title is floating in New Japan right now. Well, it's not in Japan yet. Japan is currently in New Japan Pro Wrestling. is currently in America doing a show. But Lance Archer is facing uh, Tanahashi. That should be great, yeah. For the IWGP US Championship. And John Moxley is not very happy about that. I bet he isn't. Because John Moxley wanted to face Tanahashi, but they wouldn't let him come over to Japan, and they wouldn't book that match. So he is not very pleased right now, and he wants that match with possible, uh, Tanahashi. Say, possible so, interference in there. I wouldn't say a possible interference. I would just say that we are going to get a, well, ooh, actually. Maybe afterwards. Maybe yeah, after. I could see John Mo- I, I could see I could see Moxley completely laying wreck on the Archer-Tanahashi match. Um, I think he shows up with somebody, though. I think John Moxley shows up with a former friend from Japan named Shada. Oh. Bring old Shooter back. Okay. You remember Shooter? Yeah. The young lion that Moxley uh, mentored when yeah. he went over to Since Japan. He, yeah, went over there first time. Yeah, wow. Um, very good stuff. I say we bring Shada back. Have Moxley with Shada yeah. come in, do something to that match up leading us to Mox with Shada versus Hiroshi Tanahashi at AEW All Out. Uh, I think that's a pretty big, I mean, that's not only like good booking, but that's like future booking. Mm-hmm. Like really planning ahead in the future and, and like planning out a really good title and like just having it really improve each like certain yeah like star and company. For sure. And honestly, I could see Lance Archer dropping the title, just like I dropped my mic on my title, (laughs) to Hiroshi Tanahashi, just so Moxley gets that rematch for that title and gets that match against Tanahashi. But you never know. Be interesting to see. What other matches do you got in mind? Um, let's see. Who's Jungle Express been beefing with recently? I know I already said that I threw Jungle Boy out there for the Battle Royal, but they I always enjoy watching them do tag team work. Doing stuff with the Hori family. That's right. Let's bring that. Let's do that. A little, yeah. Little uh, little action there. Little That'd Hardy be family yeah, little Hardy family. The Jurassic, the Jurassic, well, yeah, the Jungle Express, Jungle Express. Ju- whatever you call them. Jurassic Express, whatever. Yeah, the Jurassic Express. Yes, that's their name, I believe. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> whatever. Brain fort there. Yeah. Friday night brain fort. No, I guess. that that might be something to work with. Um, I, I, I don't hate that. Potential title implications later down the line. I could see possibly. How about maybe you thinking like a private party versus Jurassic Express? Yeah, basically. 
Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what they've really been building and kind of playing with here and there mm-hmm. that I know of. I think that'd be a, just another good match to throw in there. Show some of the athleticism and some of the tag team division out a little more. Yeah. And then possibly have like a Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Or you could just like stick said, them yeah. three on three, I guess. Or yeah, or yeah, or absolutely. Like like I said, if like both of them don't go into that battle royal, end up going hey, to... Hey, appreciate you, Zolot. He is Jeffrey. back. Jeffrey. Thank you, buddy. Goat. Happy four months. Many more to come. Cheers we you, love brother. you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. But... Back to um the action. Yeah, like a, a little little three way would be nice, but that I mean that's that's the I think uh, ideal tag match if you were gonna do a tag match right there, do something right in that area where it's still entertaining, high action, mm-hmm. and some of the the good people who have been not like the champs, but some of those good other uh, tags that have, tag teams that have been working. Agreed, agreed with you there. Let's see here. Let's move on to the next match. What else do we got? Let's talk about our AEW Women's Championship. How about that? Of course, yeah. Can't miss that. We got to throw it back. Let's run it back. Let's do it again. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Yep. AEW Women's Championship, AEW All Out. Make it happen. Let them go at it. Yeah, I mean, what both of them have been doing. I was, you know, a couple... A couple uh, teams ago, I had old Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. you know, because I did like her development, but she's had uh, some bumps, I feel like, and I just think that's just, you know, basic booking and stuff like that, but yeah. she's definitely made a good resurgence of recent, um, and I like the position they're in, of course, with Dr. Britt Baker, because her work has been nothing short of phenomenal mm-hmm. as the champion. I mean, yeah, top-tier stuff. You know, the Rebel gimmick is still great. Yep. I don't even know how long she's been injured. I'm pretty sure it's been like a year at this point. Yeah, yeah. But, Rebel, Rebel does Rebel things. And that's hilarious. But it's um, it's really panned out for both of them. And I think that'd be a great matchup to see, especially with everything else we've already said, if that was to happen. I mean, literally, it'd probably that sounds like this sounds like the best card ever been made. Yeah. First big uh, AEW pay-per-view in front of fans? Best best booked. Top tier. That's a two for two. You guys like the sound of the the title? Hitting the microphone? Just cut the mic off completely. (laughs) He he, shut it down. He just shut it down. I apologize for all of your ears. I know. That's probably Penetrating your ear holes right now. Terrible. Terrible. But. More action on the court. That uh, women's championship match between Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, they would go out and kick each other's ass in front of a live crowd. The fans would love it. The yeah. fans would love it. Britt is so over, doing so well. Thunder over, doing well. Uh-huh. And they just work good together. Um, But... For my next match, this is where things are going to get a little crazy and you might look at me funny and everyone watching might look at me funny. But I think it might possibly be time. Um, I don't know why, but I'm kind of getting a vibe. 
that a wrestler, a very big wrestler, is coming to the end of his career. And um, something that's been happening in the past weeks and just the different stories and things that are being told, it seems like maybe we're on a path of a retirement tour. Okay. Um, Starting from a big-ass cage match where he fell off the top of the cage for blood and guts, going to an absolute all-out brawl in a death match, to facing a longtime old rival from way back in the day, one of the greatest rivals that he had. I think we could possibly be seeing a Chris Jericho retirement tour. Wow. And um I don't know how how true or how how grand that would be spot on or anything like that. But it something's telling me that we might be heading that way. And you know, this is MJF. Yeah. That we're dealing with here. We've seen Chris Jericho and MJF go back from the very start of AEW. Yes. Chris has been putting him over since. What bigger way to put over MJF? That's the most hated son of a bitch in the world than to retire Chris Jericho. That would be absolutely... In a no-rules, unsanctioned retirement match. Wow. That... the, The place would burn down. I think the place would literally burn down. Yeah. You would have to, like, have everybody on hands just in case there's an absolute riot. Yeah. But it's good. It's so fucking good. Especially, like you said, hitting the keynotes that he's been doing the things that he hasn't normally been doing mm-hmm. like he was still being like same old not exactly same old jericho but the jericho he's, we were yeah, seeing he's going all out was right perfect now. Mm-hmm. it was the key everything he was doing was great yep you know lay champion to you know his work with the inner circle and now inner circle versus pinnacle mm-hmm. i mean this has all been leading to more grandiose things of course yeah and I think no grandiose thing in Chris Jericho's mind more than his retirement tour. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I mean, it's kind of pointing in that direction. I mean, like you said, finding old-time rival, doing a death match. I mean, really going back to the core of who he is. Yeah. Could just be like, man, I'm giving all I got for this last little push, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean... That's that, crazy, but that's yeah. That's kind of what I've been thinking. Things have been have been wild so far. I mean, we have the first match he had against Sean Spears where the chairman could only use chairs. And then we had the no rules match with Nick Gage. Yep. And then now we're getting Juventud Guerrera, which is a match where the demo god... Chris Jericho. Yep. Can only win by using a top rope move. That's crazy. So he has to go some type of uh well, you know what I think he's gonna do? Bring the lion soul back. 
Yes, but 450 splash. Ooh. Ooh. I think we can see him attempt a four. Something's telling me he hits a 450. But I don't know. I don't know why, but something tells me he does. Or the line saw, of course. Um, But yeah. And then the fifth labor, the last labor would be MJF picking the stipulation yep. for their match. So why not MJF pick the stipulation to retire Jericho? Yeah, I mean that makes the most sense, and everybody would hate it, but it'd be so good. I would uh, be so good. Yeah, I'd have mixed emotions. I'd be sad as shit. It's the way that it, if that's the way that Jericho MJF. wants to go out. Yeah. Then we just have to accept that's the way that Jericho wants to go. Even out. Even though MJF is to. a piece of shit, but yes. Yeah, I mean he would want that push for for him in that way. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. I like it. MJF. Can hear me? Just know, I am better than you, and you know it. I don't think he does, but he should. But he should. I got a title. He don't. That is true. He ain't have one. That I've is had multiple. That is true. I think I have more than him too, actually. But you know, I'm not challenging him. This is your yep. battle. Yeah. This is this is all you do. He's probably going to roast the shit out of me. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah. He would probably get you pretty good. I'll add him on Twitter. That's <laughs> the best way to do it. Just, I just go right at him. Coming for your head, MJF. But, next up, let's talk about the next match. What do you think? Any, anything else popping up on the top of your head? Nah, man, I've kinda, I have kind of. think I've hit my peak. I, I've made my couple. I'm like, man, I really can't think of anything really, right now. The only things that I got is AEW Tag Team Championships. I say we do Young Bucks versus Dark Order. Of course, yeah. Um, I think most people kind of expect that. Though, go yeah. ahead and get Dark Order, the tag team titles. I think it's time for that to be over. I, I like think. it. Honestly, I like, I've like. i I've always been a big fan of the Dark Order, and now they just with the if addition to Admin. If we're the thing with Kenny Omega versus Adam Hangman Page as well yeah. for the AEW uh, World Heavyweight Championship, I say you give the, all the Dark Order titles. Yeah, it's been it's, perfect. It's great development for but them. we got a problem. Reports are talking. Okay. Apparently, Adam Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega might not happen at All Out. Hmm. Yeah. So would they I, wait for that, or are they replacing him with somebody else? Or? I, th- I think they might be replacing him, or it might just be a complete swerve. I hope it's just a swerve, because that's... Terrible. See, the only thing that would make sense if they replace him would be if they're doing it to wait until Full Gear. Because okay. if you remember, Full Gear was the pay-per-view that Hangman Page had to get into shape for to be able to wear sh- uh, trunks. Yeah. Because they were making him wear trunks instead of jeans for AEW. Yeah. So, that would make sense in that form. But... I still think that match needs to happen at All Out. Yes. I, I just, in my opinion, I, I want Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega over Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson or Kenny Omega versus yeah. CM Punk right now. Absolutely. I'm sorry. 
Story's too great. It's, uh, yeah. Chemistry's there. It's just... You can't pull a WWE. Yeah, no, w. you cannot. You cannot. You cannot pull a W... That's why I said CM Punk, Darby Allen, perfect. Perfect. Do not pull out Adam Hangman Page for CM, CM Punk. CM Punk. Do not do that. No. That would be stupid build, shit. Build CM Punk to that point. Yeah. That would be great, because then that's going to be a great storyline if it ever gets there. Yeah. But you cannot just stick them in there with like little to nothing off the story that you've already built. For sure. Yeah, no, I agree. The, the, yeah, do I hope this is just a swerve because that this is a terrible idea, or it just you know push off to a later date. I don't know. Very terrible idea. Yeah, terrible idea. Possibly to full gear, but I just hope they don't. Yeah, no, don't scrap that. Do not scrap that and replace. Uh, but that kind of wraps it up for all out. Um, and AEW-wise, there's uh, another big pay-per-view coming up across the waters in the professional wrestling world. Across the water. The WWE has SummerSlam on the horizon. So, as you know... I thought you were going UK for me on across the water. You you threw me off a little bit. Nah, man, we're going to Vegas across those waters. That's, uh, I don't think you crossed much water there. A couple rivers, maybe. At least for us. No, we had a Regent Stadium. There's some water somewhere. Just ask uh, Gruden where it's at. Excuse us yawning so much, guys. There's no oxygen in these hotel rooms. It's terrible. They have no great ventilation here. It's terrible. It's a yawn. Low, it's, low it's oxygen. It's 11-17. It's been, been a long day. day. We've been driving, traveling. Watching walkthroughs. We out here doing our thing, doing some football activities. We back at it tomorrow morning. Now, remember, tomorrow is going to be a very special day because we are going to be coming to you live, live from training camps. So you're going to be able to tune in on our Twitch, watch some of the action itself. Happen, talk to us. Talk to us. We're going to maybe do some Q&As, maybe. Possibly do some Q&As. We'll see what happens. And see what we can get our hands on. Lots of content coming tomorrow because pads are going to be popping. Yes, and, uh, which we are very excited for. I will be popping for. as well when I hear that. Popping. Yeah, when I hear pads popping, you, you, it just you pop as well. It just makes me. It makes man. you pop as well. It, it gives, gives you a little a popcorn feel. action. It it, 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 yeah. I mean, the sounds of pads popping. It's it's there's nothing greater, honestly. There's, there's nothing. It's, it's literally or, orgasmic. The, it's up there with the sound a uh, face makes when it gets knocked out. I mean, yeah. That like that crack of a jaw when it gets knocked out. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Like a head, like a perfect head kick to a like to a jaw. It's just beautiful, beautiful sound. Absolutely great stuff. Great leg kicks. You know, just wonderful. Good stuff. Perfect, perfect landing on a on a on a big spot. Mm-hmm. Nothing better. Yes, nothing better than WWE SummerSlam. Which is going to be great. Which is going to be absolutely amazing. And as well, out. how they sold it so far to us, it makes or how it seems they're selling us it so far. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be big. I, That's see, like your fifth time. Dude, it's not my fault. I, I accidentally look. Just, this is what happens when we give you free form, we, and you're all over the face. He's over here holding it with different fingers, like he's doing ninjutsu from Naruto over dude, here, over trying here. to make new sounds with the microphone in his <laughs> fingers like that. <laughs> new sound jutsu go. <laughs> Nah, bro. I, oh, what I really want to do is I really just want to go. 
guide this. Kennedy! Mr. Kennedy! Right now, reset. Mr. Anderson! <laughs> but, yes, um, keep it on the track. SummerSlam. Lots of good stuff, it looks like. Yep. Tonight, John Cena came out. Yep. Oh, jeez. And signed a contract. Just walked out there and literally just signed Walked it. out there and completely jacked Finn Balor's contract. Which... After Baron Corbin tried to steal. Yeah. And signed it. Big and bright. Cena. With the signature. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. The Universal Championship at SummerSlam. And I got something to say. They're going to hate me for this one. Uh oh. I hope John Cena wins. Ah, okay. I Breaks the record. I thought that's where you were going. They've only had one match. Tie the series. Have Roman in the bloodline go insane to get that title back. Kill Cena. Whenever you want. Next pay per view. But just let him break it at SummerSlam. Let him break it at SummerSlam. I like that. Honestly, I'm not. And let him break Roman. And yeah. then and then let let the bloodline, like you said, go like have Sessy over here. That's gonna be following even better because now he sees Cena, yeah, someone he's really familiar with when it comes to facing after for titles. after of course at SummerSlam um, Edge puts them over, yeah, which yeah. is gonna be another great Speaking match. Speaking of we SummerSlam, got, yeah, yes. Other than Roman Reigns and John Cena, we got a big SmackDown match. We have Edge. Versus Seth freaking Rollins. Dude, that match is wild. The, the match that we've literally been talking for about for years. Years. Like, years, man. This, everybody was so excited. Rollins versus Edge. It's a, it's a dream match in the making. Yeah. And it's actually going to happen. Yes. Seth I mean, Rollins versus Edge. Two top-tier wrestlers. I can't wait to see them work together. I think they're going to work better than, than Edge and Roman did. I honestly do. I, I think it's going to be a yeah. really, really great match. I, I, I think, think it's going to show their technicality beyond, like, imagine. And they're both so good at what they do that it's yep. just going to – I feel like it's going to look effortless out there, but it's going to be just amazing at the same time. I can completely agree with that. Um, I can see that match being one of the greatest matches of the, this, of this year. This absolutely. Year. Oh, yeah. Um, I agree with that 100%. Could, they, I think that Seth and Edge are going to go at it. They, they're, they've been telling a story for years, and this is the way to cap it off. Um, and just the subtle things they've been doing it, you know, the, some of the backstage encounters and, and just the mm-hmm. small stuff like that, and even, you know, Rollins coming out and – Making an impact in the in the um, which pay per view was that Money in the Bank? Yeah, that was you know mm-hmm. you know just more great storytelling and development and that storyline that continued, and yeah. there, it's just going to be a good uh, a good capulator for this series that they've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is after this, what's next for Edge though? Like after this kind of SummerSlam bout, what what really would be even next for Edge? I guess. Well, uh, does he go for another title scene? Does he help build another title scene? Does he eventually get a Universal Championship? Like, will that? 
you know, everybody was so keen on the idea of him bringing back the world heavyweight. I know. Yeah. We talked about it before, like how cool it would see to be it back. But mm-hmm. is, is that even going to be a fruition with him? I don't. I don't think so. I, I maybe take some time off. I guess so. I mean, but I just don't feel like we got a good amount from Edge. But did game. we get a? Did we, did we at the same time did we get enough from him? Uh. Probably not, considering he talked about being a full-time wrestler. But then again, he did get injured again. Okay. After he yeah. came back. So, he, he's been here and there as much as he could. I think we could get more out of him, possibly. But at that stage, I just then, don't know what the we question put is, him yeah. in after Seth Rollins. Just, yeah. I can't think of anybody. It might, that might be, like, a good, like, uh, I, wanted, I don't even want to say, like, I would, retirement match for him because I feel like he was going to end up back at one point but like nah, you said like a good break yeah. match because if he is still getting injured man like yeah. you don't want to risk anything with that uh-huh. you know especially because of, of the work he has done like he's been really active even though he yeah. said you know ever since he said he was going to be full time again he has been very active which we've enjoyed full his full. time there but like we said if he's injured we'd rather see a peak edge than him Mm-hmm. hating life out there just putting on shows to put on shows for the fans you know we'd rather see him fully healthy and out there for sure definitely agree with you on that what else we got um we got a raw women's championship triple threat match between nikki almost a superhero charlotte Flair, and rhea ripley, ripley. i kind of knew that was going so like what's what's your what's your thoughts on this match because i i and me personally, before you go, I was like, just kind of quick. I hope they build Nikki more. Mm-hmm. And as the champ, like just a little run, mm-hmm. and don't do stop. Like don't do this immediate stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a little bit more in the future. I don't know. Like you can keep doing it later. Yeah. But I want to see a little more of this and where it develops uh. with her and what happens. You know what happens after she loses it. I want a good story development with this yes. and a little more. And just because. The scene's been so dry over there for so long mm-hmm. to have, like we talked about, this superhero gimmick get pushed so hard as the champion. We need more of it. Yep. I need more of a push from it, you know. So I'm interested to see what they do with it. But what are your thoughts? Um, I want to be a dickhead and be like, uh, go that. watch Raw after Raw and listen to my full rant along with Mark. But. Without going into full detail, because I really do want y'all to go watch that. He, Raw it was a Raw good episode. one, man. It really was. And y'all got to go see it. We went. I was number detail. six, by the way. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping track. We, like we went. Cussing. We did go into detail about all these feuds, and especially about this one, because there was a lot of head scratchers of exactly where this is going. Yeah. Uh, question number one: Why we're building Nikki, almost a superhero, that's already your Raw Women's Championship. Already, as your Raw Women's Champion, still is a loser. Um, Monday Night Raw, she got absolutely plummeted and shitted on by Charlotte and beat the fuck up. Took a loss. Clean loss. Got beat up around the ring. It, it, it was pathetic. So they, so they have done no building at all. And then she grabs the mic afterwards and says, oh, yeah, I, uh, I would like to win, but I just came close. One day... I might be able to win. You're the champion. But yeah, what are they doing with that, man? This you're is, a whole champion. This is a and you're a loser. I don't. Is that, 
You're a loser champion. I don't know. Why, how are they booking this? Like, what it is doesn't, the plan? It, what are they, it's it doesn't like, add up. It doesn't add up because... I'd rather be blind than try to listen to It could have worked perfectly. Nikki almost a superhero won Money in the Bank, which was a perfect move in this character development. She has a title shot for a contract that could turn her into a superhero. Yes. But instead, they give her this briefcase and say, okay, we're going to rush this shit. The next night, let's have you cash it in yep. and beat Charlotte Flair. Yep. You knew it was going down this fucking shitter then. Yeah. And that's exactly where we are in the movie Flushed Away, where the two rats float and all of that. You know, the, you know that's him? That's Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's Hugh Jackman. Nice. You look like him a little bit. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Not, not in the good way, though. Oh. Uh, well, that's not... Anyways. Like, you have all the bad qualities, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what that means, you know? I'm just going to take that. <laughs> if I was a promo person, that's going to be my go-to. I'm, I'm going to go up to people and be like, you look that. like Hugh Jackman, but like the worst parts of him. You're like, I don't know if that should be a compliment or like a backhanded compliment or even like a roast at all. It's just like, <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh man! It, it, this is that's kind of like we said. This is where it's gone. We're we're flushing away with this exactly. this gimmick that's going on this, because you that, that's the thing. We're that, where I'm kind of picking up where you're going a little bit. They you, they had all these great competitors in that Money in the Bank as well, and then they are just gonna waste it away mm-hmm. for this. Yeah, that's is that what? your plan the whole time just to do this gimmick to? build her as a loser who's going to come back and eventually win one day. I feel like that's always been Nikki Cross's story, though. That, oh, I lost, and I'm still the Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. But at SummerSlam, I'm going to lose in a triple threat match. I don't, yeah. But she won't get pinned. She'll like, oh, I came close. I came close. To winning. Like, I didn't get pinned. I didn't Some, get pinned. I yeah. came close to winning because I'm almost a superhero champion. At, I don't know. So many good people in that match. That but that's what y'all want to do with this? It, it, it's like it's so hard to tell right now. And Mark made a really good point on that episode. He was like, "It's so early with this storyline. We really don't know what's happening yet." Yeah. There's a name that's lingering around that we have no idea where she's going, and that's Becky Lynch. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know if she's gonna show up and roll or SmackDown. SmackDown. We don't know where she's coming, who she's coming for, what they're planning. It, if they're smart enough. So this they, triple threat could lead to something. They leave it open. You know, you got to leave it open. Especially with Becky and the, and the history of being the two, the two, the Becky two belt. Mm-hmm. When she returns, I feel like she needs to be like her own carnation of, uh, of, of like the, like a, of, uh, of um, Ragnarok almost, you know, and, and Thor. Mm-hmm. And in the in the in the in the not the Greek in the in the North mythology, the Norse mythology, where she is this reign of terror that's coming to to anybody and everywhere, and I think that would be great. Mm, yep. Because, like, there are established stars in each one right now, but there's still people who need to get built, and I just feel like they keep adding back these people who are great. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlotte's back. That's great. We need yep. her. She's a great builder. 
in a SmackDown already has, I feel like, a really decent roster. Of course, if she goes there, it's going to add more to mm-hmm. it. But if she goes to either one, it's going to add even more. Yep. But at the same time, I don't want to lose the spotlight on some of the other people that are already there because we've seen what's happened to others that haven't shined. They just hit the curve real quick, you know? Correct. So, I hope she fills that role where she's helping each brand mm-hmm. and develop herself, but also other competitors along the way. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they put her and how, how her role is. I think it's going to end up being back. SmackDown, but... On the topic of SmackDown, Sasha Banks made her return tonight. Yeah, yeah, she did. Saved Bianca Belair from getting attacked. Gave her a nice hug, all friendly. And that before lasted probably she about like five minutes. Attacked her yep. and beat her across the ring. <laughs> so, are we getting Sasha versus Bianca at SummerSlam? And say if we do, okay? Yeah. Say if we get Sasha Bianca at SummerSlam. What if we get a Sasha beating Bianca? And then Becky returning? Or I personally would like Bianca winning against Sasha and then Becky returning. Maybe a Becky versus Bianca? I, I that, that sounds a lot. I'd be interested, interested in, in that, that more than a Sasha-Becky. Because that's a great round. build for Becky's return, but it's also a great build for the Bianca. The man versus the EST. Yeah. The man versus the EST. Yeah, it's that's like perfect. phenomenal. It, it would be perfect. And Becky would be more than willing to put Bianca over for a couple, and then Bianca is vice versa, oh, yeah. putting Becky over for a couple matches, but not losing her title and stuff like that. It could, I could see great work between them and great story development. It would definitely be interesting for sure. I would like to see like the the promos between those two. Honestly, oh, the promos would It'd be, be great. Yes, they they would be amazing. I can I can already hear Bianca now. There are going to be many yeah. and plenty of uh-uhs. Yeah. <laughs> there are going to be many and plenty of them. Yeah. Because she ain't going to have Becky shit. Exactly. She yeah. She ain't going to have Our, Becky yeah. shit. It's going to be great, man. That would be, like I said, I think that's just the best lineup for Becky to end up yes. in SmackDown. Even though she could work both and build both really well and it's needed, I think that's just the bright spot for her right now to land. We got a Jimbo in the chat. Jimbo. What is up, Jimbo? Uh-oh. Hello. How are you doing, my brother? Welcome to the to the fantastic life of uh, the OTR show, Hotel Room Hotel style. Edition. We freehand the mics. Just We're chilling. all over the place. You are home from work. We are still live. It is a special night. We are talking about SummerSlam. That we are. We are... Talking about the SmackDown Women's Championship, what would happen if Becky Lynch came back, the man versus the EST, that would be something to definitely keep your eyes on. Another thing to keep your eyes on for the Becky Lynch situation is she did come back. Becky versus Nikki, almost a superhero, isn't something that's a bad thing. No. And if you watch another, another shout s- out to my show. Raw after Raw. I'm going to continue to give these shout-outs because, guys, watch this is this is my show. His past See, couple the, ones have been really – I mean, all of them have been great. The OTR show, we do it here. It's me and Saucy. We be chilling. Raw Absolutely. after Raw, that's, that's, that's he the goes King Ty Masterclass yeah, right there. That's his, so his go thing. check out Raw after Raw, the Raw reviews. But, um, no, Becky Lynch has not come back. No, 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 no. Not yet, not yet, not yet. But you did miss Sasha Banks coming back. Sasha Banks came back tonight and uh, saved Bianca Belair and then attacked Bianca Belair. We are talking about Becky Lynch potentially, potentially coming, coming back, back at SummerSlam. 
All good, all good. Sorry to scare you, Jimbo. <laughs> that way, I bet he was like, what? How do? Whoa. You did not miss it. Trust me. If she would have came back tonight, you would have known. I would have missed it too. Yes. And and I would have not been very happy. He would have, yeah. This probably, I'm going to be honest, this episode probably would not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> if that would have happened, this probably episode probably would not have happened. Probably not. Been in a really bad. Mood. <laughs> it would not have happened. I would have been in an extremely bad mood. I would have quit this whole job. He would have, he would have walked out. Would he would have walked, walked out of the hotel. I would have walked out of Phantom Sports Network. That's not true. But for the first time, ever. I don't think he'd be back like Steve will be. <laughs> Speaking of which, go watch that too. Oh yeah, hit us. I forgot about Steve. Also, while you're there, make sure to you know go follow our Twitter. What does Steve even do? I think he's just a fish now. Huh. I think he's a school leader. Yeah. School leader for fish. You are a kind and caring person. Thank you very much. No, you are. You are a very kind and caring person, and we love you very much. If you're and you're so kind and caring, you're going to hit that subscribe button so you can get cool emotes too. Yes, and very cool phantom sports name. emotes and banners. Because you're... Cool hit that subscribe button. Sure hit that sub button. Like and follow. On all of our platforms. On all of the platforms. All you got to do is click this link right here. We just appreciate it. All it takes is a little bit of support. That's all we need. A couple of shares. Tell your friends. Tell your family about us. And get this baby spread around the world. Because yes, I'm telling you right now. OTR show's taking over. Phantom Sports is taking over. We're doing our things. I mean, we're chilling in a hotel getting, room. Getting, like, getting if you would have told me three years ago when we started this shit in the camper that we would be in Richmond, Virginia, going live out of a, a, hotel. a hotel room during Washington football training camp week, I wouldn't uh, have believed you. I would not have believed you. I would have been like, that's absolute bullshit. Absolutely. But look at us. Yeah. We are here. We are here. Doing this thing. Talking this wonderful stuff. Speaking of talking that wonderful stuff, we got um some more wonderful stuff coming up on that summer or possibly. It's that was seven. seven. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> but yes, summer swim card, United States Championship. This was another match that yep. I'm so excited for because on Monday we got it, and it happened once. But I cannot wait for the rematch: Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Yes. Oh my God. Boy, oh boy, that match is great. If you want my full explanation on it, Raw after Raw. Go watch it. Go watch it. Don't forget, you can watch the replay on here. Twitch.com, Phantom Sports Network. <laughs> um, but United States Championship, Sheamus versus Damian Priest would be a fantastic match. be a match. great match. Um, it, yeah. It, I don't think he loses it to Damian Priest, but that's still going to be a great match. Oh, I match. think he loses it to Damian Priest. I, I wouldn't mind him losing it, but I don't think he will. We'll see what happens. It'd be interesting either way. Great match for sure. Um, another match possibly, AJ Styles and Omos versus Randy Orton and Riddle. Oh, rated the RK Bread. We saw AJ Styles and Omos attack Riddle on Raw. Crowd was chanting Randy, but Randy never showed up. He never does. He ain't here yet, but I think he's coming soon, and I think we're going to get that tag team match at SummerSlam for the championship. Keeping on Omos and AJ Styles for a little bit longer, I think. I mean, I wouldn't mind Randy and Riddle having it. I wouldn't mind a little run. Yeah. I would not mind a little run. I think it'd be a, a good developmental for the other other tag teams in the uh, in the Raw scene. Mm-hmm. But I I just I think I think AJ Styles and Omos they, they've been they've been killing it as yeah. champs so far. Absolutely, but no really good work. And a little longer run would it be bad? No. 
Oh, especially with we still don't know where this radio versus <laughs> Rid- <and> Riddle. <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the Rock. Yeah, shout out to the Rock. But um, AJ Styles and Omos uh, versus Randy Orton and Riddle. We still don't know where this whole Randy Orton and Riddle thing is going exactly. I don't think anybody cares. So we'll see. I mean, I find it pretty entertaining. It's so RK good. Bro is is pretty good. It's very good. Uh, next match we have possibly on SummerSlam, like I said, Baron Corbin tried to steal Finn Balor's contract. Yep. That led to John Cena stealing it and signing it. So we're going to get a Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin match? I think we're going to get a Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin match. Didn't we already see this match? Probably like million uh, Didn't times. we see Baron Corbin versus the, the, the demon Finn Balor back when Corbin was kind of hot and then he got squashed yeah. in like 20 seconds? Probably. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I, it sounds I vividly familiar. remember this. Yes, yeah, like we watched familiar. it together. Yeah, like I vividly remember it. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was an absolute squash, but that's because it was the demon, which was great. I want the demon back. Honestly, that would be so great, but I feel like they just—I feel, always feel like they just overuse it sometimes. You feel like they keep it vaulted up? Yeah, I mean. It's one of those things that's like it needs to come out at the right time. Yeah, that is true. You know somebody that doesn't need to come out at the right time? Or somebody that manages to always come out at the wrong time but doesn't need to come out at all? Goldberg. Goldberg. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You knew I was going. Yeah, how about I say? I felt felt that setup from a mile away, dude. Goldberg. There is another SummerSlam match we didn't talk about. Forgot about this old son of a bitch. Yep. Can't Bobby Lashley about versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. Screw Goldberg. I'm done with it. I'm sick of it. I hope Bobby Lashley buries him. But I have an idea. What you got? Are you sure you want to hear it? I'm interested. Are you sure? Uh, I've already said I'm interested. Okay. I'm also stuck here, so. Okay. So, here's what we do. All right. All right. Goldberg. Okay. Beats Bobby Lashley. Why? Because he's Goldberg. (laughs) No. no. Please, no. No. Goldberg does beat Bobby Lashley, though, but it's for one reason and one reason only. So we can get... That was eight, by the way. (laughs) So we we can get... missed it. I'm glad you're keeping count, too. So we can get... Biggie Linkson's theme song to hit as he comes down with the Money in the Bank briefcase and cashes it in for his dream match. Big, meaty men with big chests, with big muscular chests, bumping meat in the middle of the ring. That is his dream match. Just... Big muscular men with big meaty chests. Bumping meat. Yep. That's that. Uh, yeah. I hope he wins. Big E casts I'm, in I'm, on Goldberg. I'm down for it. It's At SummerSlam? big ending. Yeah. Wins the WWE Championship. At SummerSlam. Dude, that would be so great. Kofi and Xavier pissed you know. off. <laughs> and then join Bobby Lashley and MVP and recreate Ooh. the Hurt Business. That would be. I'm not going to lie. That would be real interesting. That would be really interesting. Really interesting. Really but I doubt it happened. But that'd be interesting. That would be really cool to see, but yeah. 
But yeah, I mean that's SummerSlam, man. Lots of stuff going on. I just good. I just hope Goldberg doesn't win. If you didn't hear in the news, in October apparently we're getting another Saudi show. So I don't know what the Saudi prince is looking forward to booking wise. But if you all know, whatever he says goes. Yeah. So we have to follow their booking when it comes to WWE because blood money, man. Vince loves some blood money. And that's what we're preparing for. But well, his whole company's just blood money, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can't say so, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to plead the fifth on that one. Keep a good name over here. Don't push me over the edge, Jack Sauce. Oh. going to get me in trouble. Sounds like a Linkin Park song. Get me in trouble now. Push me over the edge. Speaking of over the edge. You know what would be something that would be kind of over the edge? What would be over the edge? Imagine if breakdancing was an Olympic sport. Oh, wait. It's going to be. In 2024. We'll have to talk about that a little more <laughs> on an old phantom, maybe. Oh, uh, no, we don't because it's going to be what we're talking about now because my main lead way into this. Okay. If breakdancing is an Olympic sport, which okay. I don't see how the fuck it could ever be considered an Olympic sport. It's athletic. Can we consider... You got to get to a lot of strength. Right. It's a lot of training. So can we put professional wrestling in the Olympics? I'm with it, but, like, like I feel like... What if we made it to where, like... You have to regulate it to where the wrestlers go out and have to call a match off the top of their heads. But I don't know who the fuck wins. That's the whole problem. Yeah, like how do you decide a winner in that? Make it real. Fuck it. They already have, like, wrestling, wrestling at the Olympics. You do realize that, correct? Amateur wrestling, yes. No, that's that's a that's not amateur wrestling. That's that is, what it's. What, that's the proper name for it is amateur wrestling. Is it really? Yes, college wrestling. The proper name is amateur wrestling. So you told me those Olympic those Olympic people that, that are they, amateur wrestlers. They are professional wrestling that win gold at the Olympics are amateur wrestlers. That's yes. insane. See, professional wrestling is this sport in the ring. Amateur right. wrestling is on the mat. It is on the mat. That is true. It's yep. interesting. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's a great argument. That's a that's a fair argument. You're yeah. like, well, you got the amateur. Why can't we have the real thing? And it's it's even crazier, though, because it's another question that we can lead into this. It's not only can professional wrestling possibly go into the Olympics or a version of wrestling. It's can we get the cages in Olympics? Oh, absolutely. But that's a uh, commitment. I mean, Habib Nurmagomedov has been so on the Olympic people to get yeah. the get the MMA. If we're getting fucking breakdancing, why can't we get some cages? Dude, uh, we got boxing. Yeah. You already got half a fight, so you might as well get the full fight going. Speaking of, we have boxing, so we already got a ring for wrestling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, you're we're, we're set one up. set down. We're, we're like ta- halfway. You just got to change the turd buckles a little bit. Yeah, well, well, just a little bit. Just tweak it out. We'll just be okay, it, and it's fine. <laughs> They'll figure it out. <laughs> I think they have to also change the ropes because I'm pretty sure those ropes are completely different. Yeah, but you know, completely different. Either way, we'll figure it out. Make it. Make Maybe it not use the boxing ring then. I see. Uh, I'd be interested to see AJ Styles try to pull a springboard off the boxing ropes. 
Oh my god, it's a phenomenal form. Man, that rope just collapses just on collapses the under him. Jesus. Boy, money Mayweather. <laughs> oh, hilarious. But... Speaking of Floyd Money Mayweather and boxing, how did you know MMA, I was gonna? How did you just knew I was gonna go right into boxing to start? It's, it's, it's my. It's, I like to start with boxing. Here. I usually like to start with boxing. Boxing is good. I like starting with boxing as well. Are we gonna see Rock's new movie? I don't know. It depends if I really feel like getting on a jungle cruise. Uh, I'm, I'm a big scared of tigers and cruises. Is that Jimmy who asked that? Yeah, yes. Jimmy, I'm a big Emily Blunt fan, so yes, I will be watching that. I think she's a phenomenal actress. I don't even know what it's called. It's called Jungle Cruise. Is it called Jungle Cruise? Yeah, it's called. I always mess it up. Yeah, it's cool. called Jungle Cruise. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Emily yep. Blunt. Yeah, I, I'll probably watch it. It's like Jumanji went to walk. Well, they also had water in Jumanji. Well, okay, then. It's just like we just stayed in the water. Yeah, it's just like they stayed in the water, but they took away Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Well, that's pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, I I thought so, too, but Emily Blunt's pretty funny. I don't even know who that is. She's John Krasinski's wife. You know, the dude from The Office. You You ever watch The Office? You office guy? I mean... You ever watch it? Kind of, but not really. Okay, it's pretty good. If if you what what's that character look like? Which one's that? Tall, has the has the kind of like kind of like the like the classic white boy in an office haircut. I think I know who you're talking about. I think that's the best way to describe it. The the the, the main dude. Oh, the main two people. Yeah, like one of he's the, one of the, the main, main two dudes. The main love story. Yes. Couple. That yes. chick. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, not that oh. chick. His no, his, real wife, his real wife, yes, is there? Emily Blunt, okay. who's in this movie. Uh, yes, she's British. British. Yes, but she has a, she does American what accent. What was she in? Uh, wow, she's been she's done a couple of musicals here and there. She was in. I don't I don't watch musicals. She's been in the she's been in both the Quiet Places that John that John personally directed. What is Quiet Place? That's a it's a horror movie. You wouldn't be into it. it actually, you might like it. You might like it. Movie? Nope. You might like it's not it's, it's Ooh, not too bad. Sir. Anyways, going on from that, uh, we'll get into <laughs> boxing. Nope. Jimmy got us on our on our movie trail again. That's okay. We oh might be a little sneak peek right here. Maybe yeah. future. Future show, possibly. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Maybe. Never know. Talk about movies. Let us know what y'all want to see. Anything, everything all about. Anyways, uh, I kind of talked about it a little bit uh, before, but Vitor Belfort and uh, Oscar, de Loy, uh, Oscar de La Hoya are here, scheduled for a September bout, a September bout in, uh, with Triller. Yes. Um, but rumors, rumors are that potentially... Um, might have Evander Holyfield join on the bout as well. Oh. Yeah. That would be a huge card if those two fighters and then Holyfield plus somebody else fought. Mm-hmm. That would be a huge card for Triller on, on their like almost first like legit card. You know, yeah. I know they had their one before, but that that wasn't like you got money, but that wasn't legit. This is a legit card. Yeah, that would definitely be interesting. Um, we had history. We we talked about on the Phantom about how the Mets and I forgot who was playing. They had their all women's, yes, uh, all women's broadcast. Well, uh, the uh, Christina Puncher and uh, Michaela Mayer became the first uh 
all-female broadcast team to call a boxing match. Ooh, um, okay. Yeah, that was really cool. Got some history. Oh, they will be. They will be. It's coming up. It's coming up in uh, what it says, August 14th. I bet history coming up. Yep, and that's it's going to be uh, on ESPN, I believe. I don't know what the main match is just yet. Oh, it's going to be Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez Jr. That should be a great oh, title yeah. fight. Really good, along with uh, uh, Arnold Budbrosa Jr. and uh, Antonio Moran. That's going to be a great fight card and great for, for them sure. to, to kind of get themselves um, started. Yeah. Um, other news, though, uh, this came out really recently. Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant, their fight is off. Damn! Um, yeah, sources saying the deal is completely dead. Uh, just something that that they didn't want to do personally, mm-hmm. I think, and they're going to be searching for some uh, some new new opponents and stuff like that. That sucks. That does, but I mean, I think I I honestly thought Canelo was going to destroy Plant either way. I think uh-huh. he needs a better opponent. I think both of them need a better opponent. Yeah, Caleb Plant needs to prove himself a little more before he takes on somebody like Canelo. If you haven't heard, guys, if you guys are big basketball fans, Lamar Odom. Is looking to fight. Yeah, he's he's trying to fight. He's gonna fight Riddick Bowie, an old boxer. <laughs> Come on, you don't want to see Lamar Odom, who was on crack, fight. No, I don't want to see a crackhead fight. <laughs> what, what, what did I sign up for? If hey I man, to see a crackhead fight. I would go go downtown. No, I, I would just I would just like. Tune in to professional wrestling where almost half of the characters are storyline based off of crackheads. Okay. Or, or seem like crackheads. It does. It really does. But no, I don't want to see a tall, skinny Lamar Odom with uh, his head wrap and a protective gear throw weak-ass punches with boxing gloves. Hey, man. I, I want to see it. You know, just like he did that one. You know, just take a, take a look, you know, watch them again. You Barstool, know? this is the shit that y'all cause. Just know that. You disgust me. Your Dinas Yugas is uh, planning to, in uh, on August 21st, uh, defend his 147 title against Fabian Medina in Las Vegas. That's going to be uh, a really great fight because that's, uh, that's all on the same card as the Manny Pacquiao and, and the Spence Jr. card. So not only will we get that, we'll get a, a very, very big uh, title defense Are for the WBA. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember, I told you that, that two weeks ago. Oh yes. Yeah. They, yeah. Remember, I told you they they finally got yeah, past yeah, the yeah, lawsuit yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. and they officially announced they are going to still go on with it. So they added more on to there to make it even better. So WBA 147 um, title fight. That's going to be great. Um, in, in Las Vegas, August 21st. Can't wait for that. Um, former myth, uh, Olympic gold medalist Luke Campbell officially retired from boxing. He uh, fought about 24 times in this uh, in his in his career and won um, won 20 times out of 24, 16 by knockout. Damn. So he was a, a absolute legend. Uh, had multiple lightweight world titles at one point, um, and also bantamweight uh, gold in uh, in the Olympics at London. So I mean, he he's 
an absolute animal and a legend for the for the boxing world. Thank you so much. Yes, for thank your, you for your job and for your work here. Big shout out to you. But that's about it for boxing. We'll go into a little more about Olympic stuff that because we've been talking about it <laughs> next Olympic. week. Once everything's kind of I think wrapped up by that point. We'll kind of talk about, you know, who won what in the Olympics and Sweet. stuff like that. Talk about some of the people to look out for right, cool. that are growing. Olympic coverage. Yep, yep. Um, also, we'll, next week, we'll start talking a little more about PFL. We're going to yeah. MMA now. MMA, PFL comes back August 13th. Uh, that's the lightweight and uh, welterweight playoffs. That's going to be really interesting to see Roy McDonald uh, making uh, his return back to the Octagon again after the little layoff they had. Oh, lose. Uh, he has nah, a really tough no opponent, but I think he's gonna win. He's been playing. He's been fighting phenomenally uh, recently on the on the tier of some of the best for actually making it past the UFC and mm-hmm. doing something. Maybe that'll definitely be interesting. Um, Juliana Velasquez and uh, Bellator. She absolutely dominated Kilholtz and got her belt back. Nice. That was uh, a great fight. But coming up uh, tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. it's still today. I was looking at the time that way. I didn't mess, mess that up. Um, coming up tomorrow, uh, Pitbull uh, Fiera or Patricio Pitbull Fiera will be who is under. Uh, wait, no, who will be facing the undefeated AJ McKee for his featherweight title? I mean, this dude uh, Fiera is one of the is one of the greatest Bellator fighters, fighters multiple championships. Mm-hmm. I added them. If you didn't see my tweets, follow me. At Salso TR. Uh, I picked him up. He's a goat of Bellator. Talking all this goat of Bellator. Picked him up for what reason? He got a little gold, but it's not as much as the King team has. But just remember, my team is full of champs. We represent winners over here. Yeah, I gotcha. All right, Pitbull. I gotcha. Yeah, he's a good fighter. Very good guy, but also on the uh, MMA side of things, we got a great fight card coming up this weekend. Big stuff. We got big stuff. Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland. Uriah Hall is about to absolutely murder Sean Strickland, but yeah. And then possibly go. Can I say beat off on here? Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, if you guys haven't heard, Sean Strickland uh, talking about Uriah Hall. This story came out today. He was talking about how Uriah's the type of guy to knock somebody out, apologize for it, ask if you're okay, and then apparently go beat off to it. Uh, this is pure, pure Sean Strickland. He says this is that's the type of guy Uriah is. Yeah. Per Sean Strickland, he says Uriah is 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 a certified freak. It apparently seven, seven days knockouts a week. A week. So, yeah, seven knockouts. I mean. Yes. But um, I don't know what's going through his mind because I feel like that's a not the thing you want to say. I mean, like he's – I don't want to say – Dude, when Uriah Hall knocks me out, he's just going like, to go beat his dog. dick. Yeah, like what? That's so weird. Um, I – Weird. I'm flattered? Yeah, like, do you, I guess. Do you take that as a compliment? Like, do you – like, you, you don't – like, of course you deny that. No, you don't take that as a compliment. Dude. You just yeah, got I mean, knocked that, out I, so good that that dude just got a freaking a whole boner off of that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know, dude. That's weird. He's weird. Damn. He's going to get knocked out. I feel like it. I feel like a great statement, too, is after Uriah knocks him out, if he did like a jerk-off motion over him, I think that should be great. 
I think that would be the greatest thing in UFC history. If he decided to do that after knocking him out, I think that would be the greatest thing to ever happen. Because, I mean, just absolutely take what he said and just absolutely take a dump on it. It would be one of the most goaded things a UFC fighter would ever do. Yo. Yo. That would be a, It would be great. That, After a reply like that on Twitter, wow, and, yeah, like yeah. And you did that, you would go down in history. That would be something. And I already love Uriah Hall. I would yeah. love him even more if he did that. That would be something. I'd be like, you just took your game to the next level. You're now you're talking mad crap after you knock somebody out. That would definitely be something big. Also on that card, though, we got phantom weight battle between Q Hong Kang and Rani y- uh, Yaha. Sorry, that's a tough name. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be a great fight as long along with the woman's straw weight fight between uh five and three and five and two fighters. Really young off the Dana White's contender series, I believe. Cheyenne Buys and Gloria De Paula. Uh really great young fighters. Um it's a really close betting. I I mean uh De Paula's a plus one forty five, buys is a minus one seventy. Jason Witt, he's a very good guy. He's also fighting Walter Waite. There's a bunch of young people on this card. That you got to keep your eye out for. Ryan Benoit, he's on the early prelims. Very good fighter. And then next week we'll go into the now bum card. Because if you guys did not hear, sadly in the camp of uh, Amanda Nunez, COVID has hit. So she is now officially pulled from her own card, basically. I mean, that was her card. Yeah, that was her card. But prayers up to her family. family. Yes, absolutely. Uh, We hope you get better soon. You're an animal. We need to see the lioness return back to the cage soon. Um, Instead, the card was going to be headed by the um, interim, apparently, interim heavyweight championship. Can somebody who is over... I really haven't been paying attention to me Twitter like I need to. I don't. I really don't know what's going on. Where is our UFC champion? Where is Francis Ngannou right now? Uh, Other than Dana White won't give him the fight. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's the one to fight the money. Yes. No, no money. Is that what it is? Yes. He. It's okay. So a bunch of shit happened with that whole contract situation or mm-hmm. whatever. Fight money and yeah. all of that. And um. Francis told him that he was ready to fight. He would fight. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Dana acted like he was going to go ahead and go with it. And then completely just went behind Francis's back and scheduled the Derek Lewis interim and, fight. And interim fight, yeah. And said that Uriah is still out. Or not Uriah, excuse me. Said that Francis is still out with the injury or whatever. Right. That when he's ready to come back, he yeah. will. But Francis was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I told you a month ago that I'm I was ready, ready to fight. And you went behind my back and scheduled a fraud-ass interim, interim championship, championship with fat-ass Derek Lewis. He's a great fighter. He has great knockout power. He's a fraud. I want to be Derek honest. Lewis is a fraud. He's a plus 270 underdog. Sir Gain is a very well-rounded fighter. He's undefeated, nine and zero. He's he is. Let's pull up the the stats here real quick. Uh, he is six four, has a two inch reach advantage. Same striking. His significant strikes landed per minute compared to to uh, to Lewis and Gain. Uh, uh, Lewis does about two point five nine significant strikes landed per minute. Sir Gain does 
5.13 significant strikes landed per per mm. match or whatever it is landed per minute. His, his accuracy is 56.64 on on his accuracy. He does, he's not a big takedown guy, but he has a little bit of it. But his de- his defense, as long along with Lewis's, they're they're two of the top defenders. So this fight's going to be standing all day. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a feeling that even though Derek Lewis is known for knocking people out, I feel like he's about to get knocked out. Good. I I don't oh, know man. why, and I like Sirso Gain. He's going to get knocked out one way or the other. But I, I don't Cyril think Sirso Gain is our our is the baddest man on the planet yet. Mm-hmm. I still absolutely think that's Francis Nugano. Yeah. Do I think potentially later down the line for how young he is and what he can do, he can be the heavyweight and the baddest man on the planet? Absolutely, because he – a lot of people don't like him because of mm-hmm. how he fights and how he fights, but I, I see I see potential. He he has the, the versatility mm-hmm. at heavyweight of somebody that reminds me of Habib Nurmagomedov. Hmm. Just the, the well versatility – and an ability to kind of be everywhere. He's not that level, though. He's not, of course, he is yeah. not a bib. Yeah. He's still very young, has a lot to learn, but he gives me those shades at a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Still has a lot to prove, but just to be up here at this point shows you how much Dana likes him yeah. and, and how great of a fighter he is. For sure. But also, let's not take away from the rest of the fighters. This, the rest of the card is actually fantastic. It was going to be great even with a Nunez on it. Uh, with yeah, Nunez on it. Jose Aldo makes his return against Pedro Munoz. That's going to be a great bantamweight fight in the bantamweight division too. Classic Jose Aldo back in a, in a spot where he feels comfortable in, mm-hmm. where he can fight. That's going to be a great matchup. But in the welterweight division, we have Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque. Dude, this is a matchup I've been dreaming of because we need closure in that welterweight division. We need some fighters. Nobody knows who's up next. Yeah, this is going to be that this that kind of match for the future because I like both these fighters to be potential champs at one point because mm-hmm. they've shown a lot of grit. They're really solid fighters, mm-hmm. and I think they could actually potentially do something. Would they win? I don't know, but that's you know to find out. That's going to be a great fight. Also on that uh, card, Angela Hill and uh, Tacita Torres. That's going to be a great fight as well, but. Other than that, not a lot of other stuff uh, really going on. Feel um, that. 268 has been uh, announced, which is going to be in September. That's going to be Usman versus Covington 2. A lot of people were excited for that. Also on that card uh, that's been announced release recently that's really been people uh, getting excited um, is uh, Justin Ga- uh, Guythe, or however you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Versus Michael Chandler, that's going to be a big match. Yep. Um, p- future uh, same title, I believe. Ten implications. I believe they're in that same weight class with hmm. Usman. So that that could be a, a future future yep. or no? Is that lightweight? That's lightweight. Yes, that is Chandler lightweight. Is, sorry, um, that, yeah, that's that's lightweight. Apologize. Sorry, I'm thinking of the wrong division. Oh, yep. that was a terrible voice crack. Nice. Terrible. Nice. Anyways, wrong division. Sorry, that's the lightweight division. That would be it for uh, potential t- title implication for whoever. Either Dustin Poirier or Charles Oliver, whoever it is at that point. Yep. Um, but that's all I really have for MMA at this time. Like I said, next yes. week we'll talk a little more about some other yes. fun stuff like the Olympics and stuff like yes. that. Yes. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so damn much. And as always... <laughs> Jimmy says we have to get the... Get
get the fans with fans with sauce. Once he gets his known place, gotta I like that. Gotta get the branch with the movies going. I like it. Fans with sources. Hashtag King Todd with titles. Hashtag ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hashtag as always. Stay sauce. Hashtag we'll see y'all tomorrow. Raining. Hashtag going live tomorrow morning at about nine o'clock. Hashtag all day. Hashtag stay so.